Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Redestine tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. Well, as good as your Tuesday morning may be going, it's probably not going as well as Dallas Cowboy quarterback Dak Prescott in a story that I thought was never going to end. Sometimes in our business, we talk about stories that go on and on and on and on. And one of them has been the Dak Prescott contract story. What was going to happen? How much money was Dak Prescott going to make? Was Jerry Jones going to stay committed to his former fourth-round quarterback, Dak Prescott? Well, we finally got resolution on this issue. A lot of different details to dive into surrounding what the Cowboys have decided to do. But I'm going to give you some of the basic deal uh, terms here. Cowboys have given Dak Prescott four years of 160 million dollars including a record 126 million dollars guaranteed the first three years average 42 million dollars per year that my friends is a good contract way too big in fact I think but we'll get to that in a moment um no trade clause no tag provision So in addition to the fact that Dak Prescott is getting this money, he will not ever have to worry about being traded. The deal can also be worth up to $164 million, $66 million to sign, and $75 million in year one, the most in NFL history. There is basically now quarterback salaries, 
and then there's what everybody else makes in the entirety of the NFL. couple of other data points that I think are worth hitting here. Cowboys 2021 Super Bowl odds. They ain't that good, all right? 28-1 to to win Super Bowl 56, if I'm reading the, uh, the Roman numerals correctly. To win the NFC, 13-1. to To win the NFC East, about even money. They are favored in what is probably the weakest division in all of sports. Dak Prescott will now be the second highest paid quarterback even coming off of this monstrous injury that ended his season. Dak Prescott is the second highest paid quarterback in the history of the NFL. Let me repeat that with you. Dak Prescott is now the second highest paid quarterback in NFL history. Patrick Mahomes is making $45 million per year. Dak Prescott will make $40 million under the existing terms of his deal. Deshaun Watson making $39 million. Russell Wilson, $35 million. Aaron Rodgers and Jared Goff, by the way, how much money did Jared Goff get? $33.5 million. Kirk Cousins, $33 million. Carson Wentz, $32 million. Matt Ryan, $30 million. And Ryan Tannehill, $29.5 million. Those are your highest paid quarterbacks right now in the NFL. Now, interesting point, which probably won't receive very much attention because everyone is victims these days. The four highest paid quarterbacks in the NFL right now are all black. Patrick Mahomes, Dak Prescott, Deshaun Watson, and Russell Wilson are the four highest paid quarterbacks in the NFL. So I know that we be we constantly reiterate like this old, tired tripe about how the NFL is systemically racist or how it's unfair. The four highest paid quarterbacks right now in the NFL are all black quarterbacks Now, this will continue to evolve as we go forward because every quarterback deal that comes up, they try to set a new high, uh, and that's why I've always said you should be rooting if uh, if you're a quarterback in the NFL or any uh, professional athlete or, frankly, anybody who sits around and does radio, anybody who sits around and does television, whatever your job is, heck, if you're a roofer, You want other people to make as much money as they possibly can doing that job because a rising tide eventually lifts all boats. And within that context, Dak Prescott's salary was $450,000 his rookie year as a fourth-round draft pick, and he's going to make $75 million in 2021 and an average of $40 million a year for the next four years. So... Dak Prescott, I have argued, was entitled to a big payday because if you consider his contract, the Cowboys had been getting an absolute steal for the past several years in terms of what he cost because of that fourth round salary making him virtually no money at all. In fact, if you look at his historical compensation, He just made a couple of million dollars. It's wild to think about the difference between a first round, a second round, third round, and fourth round quarterback. Let me just run this through for you because I do think it's kind of instructive. Dak has been a quarterback for five years in the NFL. 
In year one, he made $1.1 million. In year two, he made $941,000. Year three, $630,000. And year four, two point one. Now, the reason why these numbers can be a little bit different than the numbers that I just told you is because there are signing bonuses that are allocated in different re, uh, different years, which is the difference between what somebody may make under the actual existing contract as opposed to the money that they actually signed for. Last year, remember the Dallas Cowboys franchise tag, Dak Prescott, which is why we spent so much time talking about his contract situation. They paid him $31.4 million last year. And I got to be honest with you, I thought that there was likely to end up being a lot of different angles of this deal with Dak Prescott, particularly from a salary cap perspective. And that will be complicated to follow through and figure out everything exactly as we go forward. But the big takeaways are, again, no trade clause, meaning that he gets the opportunity to effectively serve out the entirety of this contract without having to worry about being traded at all. On top of that, no trade clause, uh, the biggest amount of guaranteed money that we have ever seen in the history of the NFL, again, $126 million, and the first three years average $42 million uh, per year. Now, this is also a big deal and an important contract because There is lots of talk out there all the time. You see these big dollar figures that are discussed and tossed out there, but they don't actually end up reflecting what somebody actually earns because a lot of it is just about bragging rights and the money at the end of the deal is actually not ever earned. I don't believe that's going to be the case in any respect with this particular deal with Dak. The expectations given his age would be that he would earn out in a big way and make effectively all $160 million over the next four years. So my goodness, this is a big story out there. If you are a Dallas Cowboy fan, uh, whether you are a long-term believer of Dak Prescott or not, you better be now because you are paying him an absolute king's ransom and he is going to be your franchise quarterback for the next three years minimum. Big picture. What does this tell us? One, we basically have an economy in the NFL for quarterbacks and every other position. There is a big difference between what you earn if you are a quarterback, how many years you can play, all of those things. And under the new television rights deal that will be announced in the near future, that first-class citizenship for quarterbacks and second-class citizenship for everybody else is only going to grow and you can project out the years ahead based on the NFL's uh, salary cap tables that we may well see quarterbacks making 60 70 80 million dollars a year which is wild to think about as this salary cap explodes in the years ahead because remember the quarterback if you're talking about Patrick Mahomes for instance is actually being underpaid relative to how much difference he makes compared to other positions and that's what always happens when you have a salary cap at all major league baseball doesn't have a salary cap and so there's absolutely no way that a mike trout or a fernando tetsis jr or any of those guys signing 
Aaron Judge monster contracts in the years ahead, Trevor Bauer right now, those guys don't have to worry about whether or not they're being fully compensated for their overall impact. They are. But man, this is a blockbuster story. Now, uh, in addition to this story, it also takes the Dallas Cowboys off the table as a potential destination for, say, Russell Wilson, who had named the Cowboys as one of four teams that he would potentially be willing to play for. So how does this reconfigure the overall landscape of the quarterback positions? Well, it takes Dallas out of the mix. We still have Deshaun Watson unhappy with the Houston Texans. We still have Russell Wilson unhappy with the Seattle Seahawks, and that's changing a little bit. And by the way, we will talk with Albert Breer. We are scheduled to, in the third hour of the program, about everything relating to the NFL drama that is out there right now. Uh, But we still have Deshaun Watson. We still have uh, Dak Prescott now resolved. We still have the uncertainty surrounding Russell Wilson. But I actually think one of the most intriguing teams that's out there that has a ton at stake right now is what in the world are the New England Patriots going to do? Because this was the storyline that to me is one of the most compelling in all of sports because the Patriots rolled the dice and there was some talk if you looked at who the next quarterback of the uh, New England Patriots was going to be that Dak Prescott might be their guy. Well, now Dak Prescott is off the board for Bill Belichick and everybody else. And so what happens going forward with the decision-making as it pertains to the New England Patriots? How does this impact the San Francisco 49ers and Jimmy Garoppolo? I think those two teams are intertwined now because I actually think the next quarterback of the New England Patriots, as the number of available quarterbacks continues to decline, I actually think the next quarterback for the New England Patriots is going to end up being either Marcus Mariota or potentially uh, maybe being Jimmy Garoppolo. Because I think ultimately Bill Belichick is looking around at all the different available quarterback positions and he is thinking to himself, this is a major opportunity for me to finally remake my roster in the wake of Tom Brady being gone. And I think Brady ultimately has made Belichick feel awful about the way that he has played since he departed New England. In fact, the stats are off the charts. I don't know that we talk enough about this, but if you look at what has been capable and what has been done by Tom Brady, this is since he turned 40 years old. Three Super Bowl appearances, two Super Bowls, an MVP, two Pro Bowls. Look at what happened last year. 2019 with New England, Brady completed 61% of his passes, threw for 254 yards, 24 touchdowns, 8 INTs, passer rating of 88. Look at what he did this year with Tampa Bay. Completed 66% of his passes, so 6% better, threw for 290 yards. So, and again, live math is always tough with me on uh, the radio, as you know, 36 more yards per game. 40 to 12 TD to INT. That was regular season, by the way. He ended up with 50 touchdown passes if you count the postseason and a passer rating of 102.2. What is wild about Belichick as we look at what happened with Dak and try to project what might happen going forward with the uh, with the decision being made by the Patriots 
is you know that Bill Belichick has never drafted a first-round quarterback in his career, and in fact, the highest path, uh, passer rating the in terms of draft pick that he's ever went and got gone and gotten is Jimmy Garoppolo. And Jimmy Garoppolo, Dub, if you'll look this up for me, Jimmy Garoppolo was at the bottom of the second round, wasn't he? Like 61 or 62? 62 in the second round, yeah. 62 in the second round. So Belichick obviously has had success with Jacoby Brissett. He's had success with Jimmy Garoppolo. But Jimmy Garoppolo is actually the highest rated quarterback that Bill Belichick has ever drafted. And as we start to see this uh these scenarios playing out again Deshaun Watson we have to determine what's going to happen with him we have to determine what's going to happen with Russell Wilson I'm starting to believe Russell Wilson's going to stay with the Seahawks and if that happens it really means Deshaun Watson is the only big time quarterback that's available out there which is why I'm circling back around to I think the New England Patriots are going to end up I really do with either Marcus Mariota or Jimmy Garoppolo as their quarterbacks going forward but man Finally, this story is over. Dub, how many hours do you think we've spent talking about the Dak Prescott contract over the years? Well, it's been at least two years. It's, <laughs> I mean, the number of segments, I think, would be a better uh, way to ask that question. Yes. It's got to have been at least 40 segments. It's one of the most long discussions in the history of sports I can remember without any resolution whatsoever, right? It's not like it's a debate. It's something that you knew was going to be decided at some point in time. And when I saw this news come down on Monday afternoon or Monday evening, I was like, hallelujah, thank the Lord, we finally have a resolution with the Dak Prescott drama going forward. All right, we have got a loaded show for you, by the way. Uh, Let me let you know where we are headed. My buddy Chad Withrow is going to slide in next. He's all fired up about the royal family. He wants to talk to me about the royal family. His show, by the way, is going to debut in six days. Can't wait for that. Second hour, we're going to talk with Shannon Spake. And then the third hour, we have got Albert Breer scheduled to dive into all of the drama surrounding available quarterbacks now in the NFL. All of that is headed in uh, our uh, our show here. And I think it's going to be pretty outstanding as we continue to roll throughout this program. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two liter. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app. Then pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code 2PROS. New customers play 5 bucks and get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code 2PROS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer. 
installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their general tires test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Okay, we just talked about, at the end of the first hour, this potential uh, audio clips of Rush Probst, who is a high school football coach in Valdosta, Georgia now, has had a star-crossed career as a coach, which began back when he was the uh, head coach in two-a-days in Hoover, Alabama, which is a suburb of Birmingham, Alabama cares about football more than almost any state in the country, particularly high school football, college football, you name it. Uh, And he coached at Hoover for nine years. He won five state championships there. He then moved to Colquitt County High School in Georgia. And uh, now he's the current head coach at Valdosta High School. Uh, He's had all sorts of different issues in his own personal background, uh, including having a second family, basically, which obviously is uh, is tough to uh, to pull off for most people. And he now is in Georgia. And as I said earlier, Valdosta, Georgia, Southern Georgia, incredibly high level of overall competition at the high school level. And he has been recorded, and the recording which took place uh, was by another individual talking about Alabama and Georgia both playing, uh, both paying top uh, athletes in order for them to go to those schools to play uh, college football. And this in and of itself, not necessarily a surprise, but the specificity of the allegations that are out there are, I think, worthy of, uh, worthy of considering. Now, again, this is not a guy who has been entirely honest throughout his entire coaching career. And again, he had another family, according to multiple reports out there. But these allegations about Kirby Smart and Nick Saban are pretty interesting. And again, this was recorded, and I'm trying to get the exact details uh, so I don't, uh, don't mess them up for you. He was recorded uh, in a discussion with a Valdosta Touchdown Club executive director. Uh, Michael Nelson is the report of what you are hearing on this audio. Uh, that is according to, uh, to multiple sources on the internet that have written about this, uh, about this tape. So let's go ahead and play this tape. And then when we come back, We will discuss this a bit, may also talk about it a little bit in the third hour of the program as well, Uh, but this story, again, has gone viral, lots of discussion surrounding it. I don't think people care as much uh, now as they used to about the allegation of players being paid and what is and what is not an improper benefit, but still, the details that are alleged here are pretty specific in nature. And I'm sure that Georgia and Alabama will deny that these are true. But here is uh, what I said again. Rush Probst recorded talking about Alabama and about Georgia paying players. 
Do you know what Kirby's doing at Georgia right now? Do you know why he's taking that program where he is? I think because he's a good recruiter. He is, but why do you think he's getting these kids and keeping kids in and all that stuff? Taking care of them. So he's got a guy named Hugh Nall. lives in Albany. Hugh is the Hugh is the guy that sort of handles things. Okay, he's the handler. Okay, so. Kirby's come down and met with the richest of the rich of South and West Georgia, not Southeast, not Lincoln, Southwest where he's from. Mm -hmm. He got the richest guy in Bainbridge. He got the two richest guys in Caldwell. He's got the rich guy over here in Valdosta. Anybody's a Georgia boy. Who he's got in Valdosta? Multi-millionaires. Now listen, do you know how much money they spend on a boy here when they get $9,000 to sign. Nine to what? Nine to 150000 to sign. Like mm -hmm. Chubbs. When Chubbs came back and Chubbs didn't go to the NFL draft, Mark Motley, it was $360,000 donations given to Chubbs to stay in school. That's $180,000. Nick Saban. I was going to say. I mean, that was going to be my next guess. See, Nick's got a name because Nick's got one guy he answers to, Paul Bear Bryan Jr. Paul Jr. is his go-to guy, multi-multi. He's the second richest guy in Alabama. Well, the third richest guy in Alabama is the guy from the Mobile. And so, Amos Cooper. So, Amos handles all the Mobile money. Coach Bryan had that set up in the 60s, 70s. So, Mobile, where all the dirty money comes, or over around Aliceville up to the west side of the state, up around Florence, down in that and that Joe Wheeler State Park money. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, that's how Alabama handles every bit of their Okay, you just heard both of those audio clips. And I got to be honest with you, nothing that was said there really surprised me to a large extent because I kind of anticipate that this is going on. And I do think one of the discussion points that never gets brought up, we have kind of this perpetual argument about whether or not players should get paid. And one of the arguments that never gets brought up is, hey, players are already getting paid. Many of them are making tens of thousands, even $100,000 or more, if you pay attention to many of these different stories that are out there. And if players are truly getting paid in order to take these opportunities that are out there, I think it's hard to argue, hey, they need to be making more money on top of it. Now, personally, I would rather just know than constantly be in this universe where we say, oh, that coach is a guy who wears a white hat and that coach is a guy who wears a black hat, right? Which is what is argued now. Some coaches do it right. They're the white hat guys. Other coaches do it wrong. They're the black hat guys. But what if everybody is playing basically by the same standard of rules and this idea that some coaches are above paying players and or having boosters pay players and other coaches are not, what if this is just the cost of doing business? Wouldn't you rather know the truth then kind of buy into, oh, this guy's a really good recruiter. What does really good recruiter mean? It means that he has good relationships 
and can manage to produce money when he needs to. I just I would rather believe and know the truth than occasionally get tapes like these that emerge and suggest that this is just the cost of doing business and playing uh, successful football at a really high level. Again, don't claim to know the truth or veracity of any of these allegations, and I'm sure that they will be denied from the get-go, but it sounds so much like what went on when the FBI investigated big-time recruiting in college football that I find it hard to believe that all of this is completely made up and that there's no substance to it whatsoever. You guys can weigh in at Clay Travis. Let me know, do you care or not care about players being paid involved in college basketball and football? And do you buy into these allegations when you see Alabama recruiting every year at an incredibly high level, Georgia too, about what might be going on? I think it's a fascinating story in the world of college athletics. When we come back, we're going to talk with Shannon Spake about uh, NASCAR, about the NFL, about college basketball, and also about Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. This is OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? 
Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location species salt versus freshwater and more plus it's smooth sailing with fishing bookers simple online payment method you'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local start your angling adventure now with fishing booker visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today fishing booker fishing trips made easy Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires, shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And we are joined now by Sports Illustrated's Albert Breer. He does a fantastic job covering the NFL. Albert, you know, I don't know when this actually happened, but somewhere along the way, the NFL has expertly managed to make itself a 12-month-of-the-year story (laughs) because – We talk more NFL on this show than any other sport by far. We talk a lot of college football as well, football in general. But the NFL, it feels like every year they've just been creeping up and grabbing more and more of the calendar. And I know my audience and the sports audience in general, the NBA, the NHL, they're going on. But people are far more interested in mock drafts in the NFL than they are the actual games that other sports leagues are playing Do you remember a moment in time where you thought, my God, these guys are geniuses. They've taken over the entire calendar because (laughs) it's really been the last six or seven years. I feel like that that's officially become a reality. Yeah. And that's actually like really been by design. I mean, if you go back, like you said, six or seven years, there was actually a year when they tried to push the draft back into May. Yeah. Um, And I think it was the second weekend or third weekend of May. The draft was held that year. Um, they wound up going back on that, I think, for reasons relating to TV ratings. But, I mean, they really have tried to monopolize as much of the calendar as they possibly can. And, you know, that makes, that, that means because the season is only five months long, making a bigger deal and turning um, things in the offseason into events, you know. And so that's, you know, creating a legal tampering period and free agency to try to stretch that news cycle out a little bit more it's you know making a big deal out of pro days in the combine leading into the draft which is always a big deal um you know it's even like making a big deal out of mini camps um you know and and obviously you have training camp which um they've always sort of done a good job of of trying to turn that into 
uh, you know, the return of the sport um, you know, in this country. And so, you know, really like to look at the calendar now, and especially if they wind up moving the, the hiring cycle back, which would effectively, you know, fill the space in between the Super Bowl and the Combine. Um, it really doesn't stop. And I can just tell you as somebody who, you know, has to overtake everything else and, you know, it's my life. Um, you know, really the only time it slows down at all um, is really the end of June and beginning of July. But other than that, they've, they've pretty much filled the rest of the calendar up with stuff to talk about. We're talking to Albert Breer. All right, I want to start with the first thing that you kind of hinted at there. There is like this, uh, you know, Black Monday, we call it, where everybody gets fired when the regular season ends. But very oftentimes, some of the top candidates are assistant coaches on other teams. And there's always this tension about, hey, how do you interview while also preparing for the next opponent? And even if your team is going to the Super Bowl, sometimes you may lose the opportunity to be a head coach, which seems like it sets up a poor incentive. And so there is a discussion, and I actually think it's a good idea, about potentially saying, hey, we're not going to allow any hires to be made from when the season ends until the Super Bowl. Good move, bad move, likelihood that it happens. Um, I, you know, I think they're definitely going to at least discuss it. You know, the bills have proposed it, so it's, it's on the docket now, and their proposal, um, you know, basically plays out like this. You can't interview anybody. And this isn't just for head coach or GM jobs. It's also for, like, top personnel jobs and coordinator jobs. You can't interview anybody until a championship game. Um, and there's a two-week window when you can't, um, you can't hire those people, you know, and, and you can't hire those people at the end of the day after the Super Bowl. And so, uh, you know, I think that, that there's, a, there's a few effects they're looking for here. Number one, um, they do want to give the guys who are achieving at the highest level the best chance to get jobs. And they feel like it's penalized guys in those positions forever. And this year it really came to light. There were five guys who were in the conference championship games, five assistant coaches in the conference championship games who did a total of 14 interviews and landed zero jobs. Uh, it was Dave on Leslie Frazier with Buffalo, Eric Bieniemy with Kansas City, Todd Bowles. Um, with the Bucks and Nate Hackett with the with the Packers, and so they want to give those guys a better chance. The second piece of it is they want to slow the process down a little bit, so teams don't feel a rush to hire people like they're competing with somebody else. And so in a two week window where you're allowing interviews with but hires can't be made, theoretically that would allow teams to be a little bit more diligent in going through the process. And then number three. With the diversity issue, one of the biggest things that's come up when I've talked to black coaches is that they feel like, you know, they, they, they often get this, like, this reasoning that, well, the owner felt more comfortable with somebody else. Well, this addresses that because now it's not like going through as much of a rush process, and if you're slowing the process down, teams have a chance to get all of their candidates. And if you really think about that part of it, um, you know, it, it makes sense because – these are supposed to be five and ten year hires um, that teams have been making like pretty routinely in three or four days. So slowing it down does make some sense for the teams too. The flip side, and I think that this part's the obvious thing, is that you know for those teams that are hiring, they'd be way behind the eight ball, um, you know, in that particular offseason. So you'd be a month behind everybody else. You'd miss the senior bowl as your new staff, and you'd be rushing to get ready for the combine and free agency. So I think there's going to be a really good debate on it. And, um, you know, I think at the very least it's going to be discussed. And, 
you know, if they put it to a vote, I, I think it's got a strong, strong chance of passing. We're talking to Albert Breer, Sports Illustrated NFL writer. Uh, okay, so the NFL draft, it appears to me, you let me know if I'm wrong in this, and everybody has a different board, but it seems obviously Trevor Lawrence is going number one overall to Clemson, uh, from Clemson to the Jags. And yep. now it seems like Zach Wilson, as BYU's quarterback, has basically slotted in on pretty much everybody's board as the clear number two. At this point, would you be surprised about Zach Wilson not going number two somehow, some form, or fashion? Or do you think we still have the usual drama of an NFL offseason where now people will start to pick apart Zach Wilson's game because it's like, hey, we can't just stick with the same yeah. narrative, right? Like, it's like nobody's yeah. ever consistently the, the best or the second best. We got to pick them apart. I mean, I think the likelihood is that the Jets trade Sam Darnold and draft Zach Wilson second. You would overall. bet on that being the most likely outcome yeah, with the number two I, pick. Yeah, and I, and I, I don't think it's a final decision, but, but I do think, like, the, the Jets would be willing to move Sam Darnold now if something blows him away. Um, that, that offer hasn't come yet, and I know that, like, you know, given their druthers, they would like to see Zach Wilson and Justin Fields throw live. That's the interesting thing about this year is you didn't have the combine, so you get to see him throw live there. None of those guys were eligible for the Senior Bowl, so you didn't get to see him throw live there. And you can't do private workouts this year. So one of the chance to throw them live there. So you're only going to have their pro day. Um, you know, the coaches, the GMs, like they're only going to have their pro days to see those guys throw live. And you think about it, Clay, like you are literally tying your job security to a guy when you draft him at that position that high, right? So only one chance to see him live. They still haven't seen him live. So the Jets like to see those guys throw live. Um, you know, but, you know, I, I think, you know, I, I think they've sort of kind of come to the conclusion that, you know, there's going to be a value proposition that they're going to face and getting Wilson or someone else on a rookie contract and then maybe being able to get some value back for Sam Darnold. I don't think that Wilson's a foregone conclusion. I think he's a leader in the clubhouse. I don't think it's a foregone conclusion right now. And I can tell you, like, I've talked to a couple teams about Justin Fields that sort of wonder if there's, like, a little bit of a Justin Herbert thing going on there where, and if you remember, you follow college football closely, Herbert was on the radar for so long that eventually he wound up getting picked apart in so many different ways and got, like, people just overthought it, you know? And, like, I, I know that there's some feeling with NFL teams. They look at Justin Fields and they say, this guy has everything you want. He's, you know, played so much football and he's been in the spotlight for so long. We've had so much time to pick him apart. Are we just overanalyzing him? And so that's something I think the Jets have to consider. And then, of course, Trey Lance is even more complicated because he didn't play this year outside of the one game. So I think the Jets are going to consider all three of those guys for the second overall pick if they wind up moving off Darnold. I'd agree that Wilson's probably the leader in the clubhouse right now. What's Sam Darnold's trade value? If the Jets are truly going to move on and potentially take uh, Zach Wilson or someone else at number two overall as their quarterback, what yeah. kind of uh, we, we know the trade value of Jared Goff and Matthew Stafford, and we've seen a lot of discussion about Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson and what they might be worth. But what right. is Sam Darnold worth? Do people think, hey, he could be our version of Ryan Tannehill? Do you think there are teams out there yeah. that think he's worth a two? Is it a three? Like, what kind well, of value does he have? 
Well, so, like, I can tell you what I know is that eight teams have called. That's a quarter of the league. Um, has called, have called the Jets, just inquiring about Sam Darnold. Um, you know, I, I remember asking around about this um, back in the fall when it looked like they were going to get Trevor Lawrence, and um, you know, obviously they screwed that up. But uh, they, uh, you know, I, I remember the answer I got back was roughly Arizona was able to get Josh Rosen last year or two years ago, which I mean sounds crazy now, but at the time Rosen was a real commodity. And uh, that was a two and a five. So I think they probably do maybe a little bit better than that, uh, but maybe a two and a lower pick. And uh, and I think there are some teams that look at it and say, like, you know, he, he, he's playing for Adam Gase. It's a complex offense. They're putting a lot on his plate on a down-to-down basis. Um, he came into the league raw. The circumstances of New York were screwed up. The team around him wasn't very good. I mean, there are some parallels there to Ryan Tannehill right down to the fact that he played for days, you know? And so I do think that there's a feeling like, and, 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 you know, Ryan Tannehill went to a Shanahan style offense. Well, what if Sam Darnold went to San Francisco? If you're the Niners, you're getting six years young and $20 million cheap than Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, and you have to sign your left tackle, Trent Williams, who's going to be very expensive. So I I think that that's going to be sort of the, the sort of fit we see with Sam Darnold. Where some team looks at it and says, we can get cheaper and we can get younger by bringing him in. We'll have two full years to look at him and decide if he's our guy of the future. And he's going to cost a whole lot less than some of the other guys that are out there on the market. What's going on with Jimmy G? We did a, a, a big breakdown of the San Francisco 49ers situation. It's one thing if yeah. you're talking about Deshaun Watson. It's another thing if you're talking about Russell Wilson potentially replacing Jimmy G. But when the story was out there that they had talked about Teddy Bridgewater, if I'm Jimmy G's representative, I'm saying we're done here, right? I mean, because Carolina doesn't want Teddy Bridgewater. He's a borderline, what, top 20, top 25 guy as a starter, and that's no insult to him, but it's kind of where he slots. He's not good enough to ever be, I don't believe, a top half guy, not bad enough to be as bad as some bottom uh, feeder uh, franchises have to go with. But if I'm Jimmy Garoppolo, I'm saying, hey, I missed Emmanuel Sanders. I know. I should have made that pass. If I had, we would have won the Super Bowl. And I know I've had right. health-related issues. But, again, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, okay, yeah. you're going after a top-10 quarterback. That may be a little bit insulting to me, but I understand it. Teddy Bridgewater, we're done here. I mean, that's literally what I yeah. would be saying if I were his agent I, or if I was Jimmy G calling my agent. Fair or foul, I, what's going on there? I'd be I'd be careful about the um, the idea that that was very real that okay. Teddy Bridgewater was going to come in as any sort of like full on replacement. Where there's that's your guy that wasn't happening. Like like where he was going to be like the the, the 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 quarterback of the future there. Um, you know I think the Niners do like Jimmy Garoppolo more than it might seem at times. Um, you know, but philosophically, I know the way they look at this is if we have to. If, if there's an upgrade out there, any position we have to look at. And so I'll take you back to what happened with Tom Brady last year. Um, you know, through um, a couple of coaches and the staff, Tom Brady got word to the Niners that if you come after me, I'll sign with you. Remember, they're coming off a of Super Bowl. He's from there. All that different stuff. So, you know, the, the, the Niners brass sits down and they say, okay, we're going to watch all of Tom Brady's throws from the last couple of years and we're going to reconvene. They came to the conclusion after that that, that Brady still has something left. 
and that he could still play and he'd probably be good for the next couple of years. And they sat down and they did the exact same thing with Jimmy Garoppolo. They said, we need, we need to figure out what we have in Garoppolo. After going through that exercise, they decided at that point, Jimmy Garoppolo was a better answer for them in the present. Just where they were as a franchise, it was better for them just to stick with Jimmy Garoppolo at that point. It tells you two things. Number one, they really do like Jimmy Garoppolo. But number two, they're willing to look at an upgrade. And if that upgrade's out there, they are going to give it consideration. And so, you know, I, I mean, I think that's the best illustration I can give you, Clay, of kind of the way their thought processes worked over the last year or so. Um, they, they really do like Jimmy. They're not going to have their eyes closed and their fingers in their ears if a, if a better option comes along. Whether or not Sam Darnold represents that, I can't tell you. You would think if Deshaun Watson were to come available, maybe that would be the guy. Um, do you think you feel like really feel like right like with Jimmy Garoppolo where they're at, the contract's affordable, they're in a really good spot where they've got a quarterback they're happy with, but they've got the flexibility to kind of pull the record whenever they need to to go and get themselves an upgrade. What are you hearing about Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson? It seems like Russell Wilson kind of went to the brink, and yeah. now he's taking a couple of steps back and saying, "Oh, by the way, maybe I'm not going to jump into this uh, into this trade yeah. pool." Uh, whereas Deshaun Watson, it seems like he's basically cannonballed in and said, "I'm done." How does this play itself sure. out? What's the time frame? What are you hearing? Watson's unpredictable, and I just tell you this: I mean, we know how Watson feels, and we know what he said, um, or at least you know the, the word that's gotten out from his camp that he's that he feels like he's done in Houston. Um, you know, the Texans, for their part, have basically stonewalled, um, you know, any sort of overtures for Watts. And, in fact, I've talked to a couple of teams this year when they called Nick Asterio, the general manager there, the answer they got was, you can ask me about anybody but the quarterback. So, until something changes, whether it's Watson coming in or the Texans deciding to field offers, it's just – I mean, it's hard to say. And, I, and I'd say this about that one, too. Based on having talked to some people who know Nick Casario really well, um, if Watson is traded, it wouldn't shock me if it's just one of those things that kind of happens under the comfort night. You know what I mean? Like where there's no circus. It's just we wake up someday before the draft, and all of a sudden, you know, Nick spent like three hours the night before taking offers, and he's traded. Yeah. Um, as for Wilson, Wilson's, I mean, to me, there's so much history there between the player and the team. And um, I, I would say this, I think he signed his last contract in Seattle. He's got three years left on that deal. I think that that's going to be his last contract in Seattle. And I'm not sure whether or not that means he's dealt this season or next off season but I think that he's probably in his last few years there if he's not dealt this off season. And, um, and so, you know, I, I think to change that, I think what would have to happen is the Seahawks would have to be convinced that we're not going to be dealing with the year-to-year drama anymore. And that's really kind of what they're set up with, is dealing with the year-to-year drama, the stuff with this contract, the stuff with, um, you know, the defensive players a few years ago, the, the, the quiet grumbling over the years of at the offensive line, I, I just, you know, I, I talked to somebody who knows John Schneider, their general manager, really well. And I asked him, do you think, like, he's going he's gonna to trade him this offseason? The answer I got was, it depends if John's fed up at this point. And so I think, I, I, I do believe that, like, this will be his last contract in Seattle. 
I'm just not sure whether or not there's that breaking point where with a coach who's turning 70 this year, they're willing to kind of go back out and look for another quarterback. We're talking to Albert Breer, Sports Illustrated NFL writer. Last question for you. We've talked about a bunch of different teams and their drama at the quarterback position. I got four teams for you. Bears, Washington, the New England Patriots, the Miami Dolphins. Do any of those four teams do anything in your mind that is going to surprise us between now and the NFL draft? In other words, Tua, how set is he? What do they do with Fitzpatrick? Do the Patriots go and make any kind of move uh, with Cam and Jared Stidham uh, potentially out there trying to decide? Washington, they've kicked uh, Alex Smith to the curb, which obviously is a uh, public sort of divorce, which is a a little bit of an ugly look. I think it's probably fair to say. And then the Bears perpetually starcraft in Chicago, not able to figure out right. what's going to happen. How would you assess those four teams? So I think Washington and Chicago are sort of in a spot where I don't know if they want to go in on someone they're lukewarm on. Um, you know, both were involved in the Matthew Stafford sweepstakes. Neither was involved in the Carson Wentz deal. And that means what that can tell you is, like, I think both are, like, sort of looking at it. It's like the Bears with Nick Foles in Washington with Kyle Allen and Taylor Heineke and thinking to themselves, if we need to, can we get by with this? Because we'd be, we may be better off just being patient and waiting to take a big swing instead of just like hitting a double, you know, the first week of free agency. Um, the, the Dolphins, I'd say, you know, they st- they're going to say all the right things about two over the next six or seven weeks. I think they absolutely have to take a look at the other three quarterbacks, the three quarterbacks that could be there at number three, and at least hold them up against Tua. So I think whether that's quiet or that's outward, they're going to look at the other quarterbacks and hold them up against Tua because the that place is going, they don't expect to be drafting that high again. And there's nothing more important than getting the quarterback position right. And then as for New England, I just tell you this play: I, if Jimmy Garoppolo becomes available. I, I just think there's so much mutual, I guess, mutual admiration between Bill Belichick and Jimmy Garoppolo. Bill never really wanted to trade Jimmy, that it would make just too much sense for Jimmy Garoppolo to wind up back, not to wind up back in New England. If it's not Jimmy, it wouldn't surprise me. If it's some veteran, whether that's Marcus Mariota or something like that, and then a rookie competing with them, and maybe they wind up having Cam back as part of that competition. Outstanding stuff as always, Albert Breer. We will talk to you again soon, I hope, and uh, have a good week. Awesome. Thanks, Clay. That is Albert Breer. You can follow him on Twitter at Albert Breer. I'll tweet out his uh, Twitter handle here in a little bit. But first, Eddie Garcia, what you got for me? Well, of course, the big news out of the NFL, the Dallas Cowboys reaching a four-year, $160 million deal with quarterback Dak Prescott. It includes a record $126 million in guaranteed money and an NFL record $66 million signing bonus. College football news, Les Miles is out as Kansas head coach three days after he was placed on administrative leave. This amid allegations of inappropriate behavior towards female students during his head coaching tenure at LSU. Miles was just 3-18 and in two years with the Jayhawks. College basketball, we're six days away from Selection Sunday. Top-ranked Gonzaga improved to 25 and 0 on the season. They advanced the West Coast Conference Tournament Final with a 78-55 win over St. Mary's. Appalachian State beat Georgia State 80 to 73. Mountaineers are going to the NCAA tournament for the first time in 20 years. They win the Sun Belt Tournament title, and UNC Greensboro won the Southern Conference Tournament Championship, beating Mercer 69-61. We'll be back to outkick the coverage in a second. First, a word from Farmers. Call 1-888-Farmers, and you could save on your auto insurance. It's better than using your phone to see if your post got any likes again. 
Call 1-888-FARMERS to get a quote. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Trucker Fire Insurance Exchanges, are affiliate products not available in every state. The New York Islanders host the Boston Bruins in tonight's Discover Card Key Matchup, brought to you by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. It's like they're cramming a full year's worth of cash back into one of those cash-shaped birthday cards. Cashback match only by Discover Card. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Discover something brighter. Now back to Clay Travis and the Farmers Insurance Outkick the Coverage Studios. Thanks, Eddie. When we come back, we'll close out the show. But first, I've got to tell you about my friends at Black Rifle Call. And I am drinking right now a mocha brew cold right out of the refrigerator. Incredible Black Rifle coffee. It's in a can. You don't have to make it at all. It's already ready for you. If you need a little pick-me-up in the morning, if you need a little pick-me-up later in the day, it is absolutely fantastic. This company is also led by fantastic people as well. They support law enforcement, first responders, and veteran causes. Really good dudes. Reason enough to buy Black Rifle Coffee there, but the coffee itself is also extraordinary. You can go to BlackRifleCoffee.com, take a coffee quiz to figure out what is the right type of flavor for you. Like I said, I like the Mocha Cold Brew Blend, but you can go find your own type of coffee that you love. It'll come straight to your house. It's a free subscription. Your chosen coffee's roasted, packaged, shipped free to your door on your schedule. The freshest coffee in America without leaving the couch. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com slash Clay. Use the promo code Clay, that's C-L-A-Y, at checkout for 20% off your first coffee club order. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com slash Clay and use the code Clay, C-L-A-Y, for 20% off your first order. When we come back, we'll close out the show. This is Outkick on Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when 
when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their hand cooked test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be I want to mention that Danny G has been spinning the hits, Notorious B.I.G., 24th anniversary of his death. He was only 24 years old when he died, has now been dead, which is crazy to think about, for as long as he lived, uh, would have been 48 years old. A lot of people obviously reacting to the Dak Prescott news today. Uh, a lot of fun for him, I'm sure, to uh, to see all of the money that has come roaring in for him. Uh, and it's fun to think about how he may be able to follow through in the years ahead. As good of a result as Dak Prescott's contract was, and it's pretty fascinating to think about, uh, the Titans also moved on from their first-round draft pick. You talk about the penthouse versus the outhouse. Uh, the Dolphins have traded for Titans' first-round offensive tackle Isaiah Wilson, giving up almost no compensation at all in order to grab that asset and this is i mean maybe we need to do dub and crew like a analysis of the all-time worst first round picks because some people are going to be like well you know uh jamarcus russell and johnny manzel and uh ryan leaf and you run through a lot of times quarterbacks get the blame 
for by far the most failures in the world of uh in the world of the NFL. But Isaiah Wilson was a first round pick who the Titans needed desperately depth at offensive tackle this year after a lot of injuries. And he played a total of four snaps and got injured on one of those snaps. And that he didn't he dressed for one game and then they basically just kicked him to the curb and said, don't show up. He got arrested for, I believe it was a DUI. He, uh, early in uh, the uh, training camp, was at a party and violated COVID protocols. I think he tested positive for COVID. Then, in the middle of a playoff run for the Titans, he went out on a boat in Miami with strippers and was recorded making it rain with them. Now, that all might have been a lot of fun, But I think there's an argument out there that Isaiah Wilson is potentially the biggest first-round draft pick in NFL history so far. Now, maybe he'll go to Miami and turn into an all-pro. I have my doubts. But in general, and by the way, it's not that hard to play for Mike Vrabel. And it's not that hard to play in Nashville. It's not like this is some overwhelming, tough media market. And it's pretty wild to think about how bad that went but on the flip side again you just heard from Albert Breer Albert Breer said a couple of things that I thought were interesting dub I don't know eight different guys have potentially uh uh eight different teams have potentially reached out for Sam Darnold and that the Texans uh GM Nick Casario isn't even returning phone calls about Deshaun Watson and in fact if he talks to players talks to GMs and uh, team officials around the league he will actually say to them, I'll talk to you about any player but Deshaun Watson. Yeah, it seems like a pretty hard stance there. The The Texans are playing, and on one hand, I totally get it. He's Deshaun Watson. He's a great quarterback. But on the, on the other hand, like John McClain said last week, I mean, the time has pretty much come yeah. that they need to let him go. I, I to tell you this, we talked about this Dak Prescott contract story for years, and now we finally got a resolution. The Dak, uh, the Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson drama is about to get ratcheted up in a big way, right? Because this used to never happen in the NFL that you would have quarterbacks available, and certainly Sam Darnold, it appears, is also going to be available. Hey, maybe Tua? Who knows? Before all is said and done, the Miami Dolphins going and adding a first-round pick. And by the way, I think that's a really good move for them. And in terms of the Dak Prescott contract, again, a lot of people waking up, maybe people didn't see it last night. We've been talking about it a lot. To me, the Dak Prescott news is the ultimate reward for Dak betting on himself. Even with the injury in the uh, in the franchise-tagged year, he still got probably more money than he otherwise would have. So if you are a quarterback out there, by and large, I know we saw the Alex Smith devastating injury, but the Dak Prescott injury in a, uh, in a franchise-tagged year is pretty bad one and he's still not back 100 percent healthy for the dallas cowboys to be investing basically 160 million in him 126 million dollars guaranteed props to dak but i think the risk reward here is the risk is all on the dallas cowboys when, we, when i was in law school we talk a lot about risk of loss uh because let's say you're negotiating to sell a home what happens if that home burns down before the contract is officially uh, officially signed or after there's been an agreement but there hasn't been an official pen to paper or whatever it is? The risk of loss, it seems to me here, is all on the Dallas Cowboys. And the reward is all on Dak Prescott. 
I don't know what the Cowboys are gaining here that they didn't have beforehand. And again, if they couldn't win paying Dak Prescott a fraction of the money that they're paying him now, why would anybody believe that with salary cap concerns now potentially at play that the Cowboys are going to be able to make any run at all? I just think it's a win for Dak Prescott. Hard to classify this as a win for the Dallas Cowboys unless he goes on and wins them a Super Bowl. That's it, right? Jerry Jones is paying to try to win his fourth Super Bowl, and he thinks Dak Prescott is the guy who's going to take him there. Will he be? I don't know, but that's exactly what Dak Prescott is trying to make happen. Appreciate all of you. Encourage you to uh, go sign up for the podcast. Thanks to our guest, uh, to Chad Withrow, to Shannon Spake, to Albert Breer. Congrats to Dak Prescott. I hope all of you have as good of a day as you possibly can, even if you didn't make $126 million in the last 24 hours like Dak did. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch strata coaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com.